Katie and Craig, I really have to apologise on behalf of all the listeners out there for what you have to put up with this afternoon. You have drawn, you have drawn the short straw. <laughs> hey, now, Wayne, can you be honest with us here? Did Always. you Did you go to Geelong this afternoon? I am just leaving Geelong as we speak right now. Okay, so you actually <laughs> went blowing, to... Blowing a gale. Absolutely, would blow your hat off 100 yards away. It's blowing terrible down here. I don't know what it's like in town, but... I'm on the way home, Gareth, yes. Okay, so you've really stood up of recent times anyway that you've been going to these country meetings on a Sunday. Mate, I, I, there'd be, you know what, I reckon there'd be 95% of my runners, probably even more, that I would go to the races. I've only got 32 boxes, so it's not like I've got a 1,000 horses in work and don't have to, uh, you know, don't have to go because, or, you know, can't go because just time restraints. Yeah. And that's sometimes what the problem is. So I went to a Chuka the other week. Um, when I last had a runner in the bush, it was a Chuka. I've got a runner a Tuesday in the bush. So I'm a, I'm a man, man of the bush, Gareth. You are. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Maggie, would you ever consider Wayne Hawks being a Country Cup ambassador? <laughs> Oh, well, with, he's travelling, so with, why not? With his R. Would you do that, Wayne, with the R. Williams boots? <laughs> to get him up on the sponsor? Murray River? Does, does, the, does, the, does the Packenham Cup count as uh, country? Yeah, well, it does. That's right. You can throw in the Packenham right. or Geelong or, yeah. Well, there, you go. there you go. I, I, uh, <clears throat> I, didn't, uh, I didn't think my ride was the best yesterday with Scarlet Dream and flew, uh, flew from uh, last and, uh, and a... And a race that was slowly, slowly run. They ran nine seconds outside the track record, and when you last, you got no hope, and they sprinted up, and we're heading towards the uh, the Pakenham Cup, so... Okay. I like getting up your way, Maggie. It's quite good. Chica was quite good about three weeks ago. So, what would be your favourite country racetrack that, you've, that you um, enjoy going to in Victoria, Wayne? It's probably not Bush Bush, but one that just comes to mind is Kitan. Um, yeah. Not quite as good now. They, they've actually which is good for the horses. They built these beautiful new stalls, but the old Kitan uh, had the beautiful big canopy with all those uh, heap of trees over it. Kitan on a sunny Sunday afternoon. I don't think you get much better than Kitan on a, on, a, on, a, on a quiet Sunday afternoon. But, you know, I, I love going to Warrnambool. I like going to Warrnambool. Not Warrnambool Cup time. Too many people, too many mad people. I just <laughs> like going on a quiet day. What is it? Uh, Highway 140 down the uh, Hamilton Highway. But you know what? I've never. I did it once. I went to Hanging Rock uh, New Year's Day, but I don't get. To, I don't get to go to picnics. But see, I'm not a punter, so if I didn't have a runner, I don't actually watch. And honest, people will laugh, and the boys out the town quite often laugh. If I'd never run in the Lightning Stakes on Saturday, I'll, I'll walk in and go, right, who won the Lightning on Saturday? Who won this? Who won that? Because I'm not a punter. I only care about my own horses and and the form. Well, we think that. Um, you need to ride the horse how the horse is, not worry about uh, pace and stuff like that in a race. And it's gotten us in, a, in, in good stead in the last 40 years. But I do like going the country. It's uh, it's actually good now that today's the first day I've come to Geelong with a ring of steel is actually reopened. So that's uh, that's good. The only minus now, actually, to be honest, is she traffic's got bad again. Everyone's out and about. So it's good for everyone. But while COVID was on, it was the, was the only plus about COVID if you did have to travel, you didn't have to worry about traffic because you could zoom around anywhere you wanted to in track record time. Now, Wayne, when you're not doing media street, and that's a rare time because you're just everywhere these days, you mind, do train horses. Mind you, RSN Central's never been... when like Wayne's World segment has just um, rated through the roof. Mm. 
No, I'd be disappointed. I'm glad, I'm glad you're there, Nick. What happened with the TAB? Is, is that is this a debrief this afternoon? Or do we not mention that? <laughs> we don't mention no, the war. It's all good. No, it's all good. Oh, what do you care? You don't even punt. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I do because because obviously Flemington would have lost uh, lost money on the uh, on the get go, so that affects me internally. Oh, would have held you up at the races before you got money. back to all your other perks, did it? You had to spend a couple of days at hours at Flemington. <laughs> Sorry, before I wouldn't go, I wouldn't go throwing stones. <laughs> now it was a good week for the team at Flemington. Outrageous and written beauty, and you were very bullish about written beauty throughout the course of the week. So well done there. And for the legion of fans, where can we follow written beauty going forward? Well, she went to the paddock. She went straight to the paddock. She was, uh, regardless of how she ran, she was always going to go to the paddock. And I don't know. I haven't even thought about that. Ollie Kirk's going back into work tomorrow. But um, North Pacific is as well. But I think other than that, we haven't even spoken about anything else. It's, uh, you know, the spring's just about uh, run and one and done. So now you start looking at where your horses are. And as far as in the paddock, and I mean, it was four weeks ago yesterday that Ole Kirk won a Caulfield Guinea. So he's done four weeks and he's, he's, uh, he's, he's back into work tomorrow. And Britain Beauty, she's going to be some horse. We, uh, we didn't have her from day one. She was up in Queensland. We acquired her and we we uh, we, we left her there with Bright. Well, she was with someone. Then she went across the Brian guy and won her maid, and then she then she went to paddock and came down to Sydney. So she's been a big big addition in the uh, in the stable. But it's amazing, you know. Six months ago, she was oh, ah, yeah, she was by Written Tycoon is a good stadium. Well, Written Tycoon is the hottest property in the country right now. There's not another horse that can even get close to Written Tycoon because he is absolutely low flying yeah. at the moment. Another one on the payroll there, Ching Ching. Hey, um, <laughs> hey Wayne, before we let you go, because Geelong's not far away, can you promise me this? Maggie Payne organises, what do you call it, Maggie, as we head to the bush for our picnic race meeting, RSA 927. Oh, we just organise a bus. So we we, we probably can't say what it is. We we're organising, we're going to call it the love bus. <laughs> and um, can you um, be part of the team? When and where, though? When it would be... Oh, we'll go to the Hillsville, Hillsville races or something Hillsville like that. races. Nice and close. Balnarring, maybe. Yep. Jane and, Jane and the kids can come. We jump on the bus and we can take you to the to a picnic day of racing so you can come out and meet the real people. If I, if I, if I don't have a runner and I... Uh, no, I'll talk to have, John and no, Michael. No, if, I, if I don't have a runner, don't, don't worry there. I'm being serious. If I don't have a runner, I'd actually, uh, I'd actually love to go. Right, I'd love to have a day. I've, never, I've driven through Hillsville. I've never been to uh, the races there. As I said, I've only been to Hanging Rock. So, um, yeah, what about that? You're driving to Hanging Rock and you've got to pay 10 bucks to get out. It's the greatest reward of all time. Isn't it? But anyway, that's okay. I, got, I, got, I got caught about six months ago doing that. That was a mistake. All I saw was 100 kangaroos. But anyway, it's all good. Yeah, well, all we can hope for, Wayne, is that the COVID protocols are gone because the tickets will sell out the door if they know that you're on course. Um, yep. I've never actually met you, Wayne, but I've seen you a couple of times on a Saturday morning up Union Road, you normally head to the bakery and get a few goodies for the trainers. What's the setup there, or is that when you got some hey, crawling back hey, to Wayne, do? Wait a second, Wayne. I know. Haven't you, haven't you just thrown me under the bus? Hey, Wayne. <laughs> Wayne, I know. Why? You're, you're just driving to Geelong, aren't you? Sorry, Maggie. I'm from Geelong. Geelong, all right. Can you hang on for a sec? We'll just go to this Geelong meeting, and then we'll come back and ask you about the bakery. Of course I can. Of course I can. All right, then. There's Wayne Hawks. He's... I am. I was just thinking about Sweet Caroline. It should be banned during COVID-19. Do you know why? Why? Because there should be no touching hands, no reaching out, no touching me, no touching you. <laughs> hey, are we uh, actually, hey, we were thinking about, <laughs> so no, before we get on to another conversation that I want to bring up with you, Maggie, can you just explain what you were 
talking about before that race at Geelong with Wayne. Oh, Hooks. I don't mean to throw Wayne under the no, bus. No, please oh, do it. <laughs> I've seen you on Union Road a couple of times with the bakery and heading back to the trainer's hut, and I wonder whether there's any bets within the hut of who buys the uh, breakfast on a Saturday morning. There was one Friday morning, and I was in. Uh, I'd I jump out, and I was. I didn't have anything until about trial eight. I must have annoyed the racing officials at Flemington that week. And uh, so it's about an hour and a half to kill, so I went down the bakery. So I've walked in the bakery, and I've got half a dozen mini pizzas and some, some coffee scrolls and whatever, right? So I'm walking out, and I walk straight to Mike Maroney's missus. She goes, what are you doing? I said, I've got all these for Mike, but don't tell anyone. She, and she just said, look on her face, right? So, so I went back there. I, ne- I, never said, I never said a word. I forgot all about it. So I went back, sent all that to the boys. So the next morning, Mike's racing manager, Anthony Froach, walks in and said, oh, how funny is that? Did you run into Karen yesterday? I said, I did. I forgot all about it. He said, yeah. She's gone back and said to Mike, what about that Wayne Hawks? He was licking the croissants because he said you were going to have them. Well, Mike, <laughs> Mike was horrified. And he goes, I can't believe that dirty dog did that during COVID. I guess he might do that. But, did you uh, do it, Wayne? Sorry, Gareth. Did you do it? No. What, of course I what, What's your love? You've got like a – you're like the odd couple with Mike Maroney. You like to put – throw him under the bus. You sent me a message that I couldn't say yesterday on, on RSN nine two seven about Mike, what he was doing. Can I, was... You, can I tell you one of the great Mike Roaning stories? Yeah. We're talking about the Hall of Fame and someone said, No, oh, you you'll be in the Hall of Fame one day. I said, Hall of Fame, I said, I'm going to the Hall of Shame. Not fame. S H shame. John might be in the Hall of Fame but Wayne won't be in Mike Maroney Oh that Hall Hall of Fame, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm from a town called Walton, and Walton, for people who don't know, he's next door to Matter Matter, and Matter Matter is one of the biggest areas in New Zealand. He said, mate, oh, that Hall of Fame at Walton, he said, I know that one. He said, I am the 18th of that Hall of Fame, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and that is honest to gospel truth, and it goes down as one of the greatest things he's ever said. I only said last week, if we had just written down any silly thing that Mike said or did over the last 20 years, it'll be the racing best-selling book by 100 yards. So if you need to stir Mike up, ask him about the Walton Hall of Fame because yeah. he will know where it uh, where it comes from. Well, that's an idea for contentracing.com uh, that they could actually do a reality TV show and call it The Hut. <laughs> yeah, that'll be a bit of fun. Would, <laughs> you, would you allow us... To bring cameras well, we don't, in we don't, there, Wayne. We don't, we don't, we don't take any prisoners. There's no doubt about that. It's all, uh, it's all open slather in the uh, in, in the box. It's one of those uh, what goes on tour stays on tour. But uh, it's uh, there's a bit, bit, a bit of rivalry at Flemington because there's actually three different towers. Where whereas at most other training facilities, there's generally only one. So you don't, you, you sort of everyone sort of more has to group together because you don't have a choice. Whereas at Flemington, where um, we uh, we've got three different uh, towers, and we all think our tower's the best. So, but uh, yeah, Gala Union Road croissants. I mean, seriously. I mean, you know, I last with I last went without a fee when I was thirteen. So I mean, I'm uh, mm. you know, I'm, I'm partial to a bit of Baker's delight. Maggie. So, so who's in your stable? Who's in your tower out at Flemington? And who are some of the rival towers? Uh, the great man Reg Fleming is in uh, Bart Cummins' foreman. Reg has been out there for twenty years with me. Mike Maroney, uh, his <clears throat> racing manager, Anthony Faroach, um, Joanna, who is um, Chris Wallace's foreman. She she's probably not the best. She's an absolute scream. She is. She uh, she she just calls it how she sees it, and uh, 
Let me tell you, she calls it planting. She's great value. We've missed her this week. She's had a week off. But that's um, oh, Adrian Botts out there. You're going to age your Botts eyebrows. I've been raised a few times. <laughs> said, uh, I said, you thought John O'Shea and the boys at Ramwick were tough. He said, wow. He said, Have, haven't I been educated these uh, last four or five weeks? And Adrian's actually staying. He's like Peter Snowden. They're actually staying for another uh, another week until the 23rd, I think it is, when the quarantine lifts at the borders. So they can just drive straight home without having to do two weeks quarantine. So. What is- That's our tower. Then you've got um, <clears throat> the tower. Uh, I said they were the tower of power, but then we called them the tower of sour. That's uh, Matthew Ellerton, Mark Kavanagh, and Danny O'Brien. <laughs> tower of sour. <laughs> yes, <clears throat> and then uh, and then you've got you've got the you've got the legends tower. It's um, Dennis at my tenth uh, start ever. I win a derby and, and spank everybody's pagan. Uh, Kelvin McAvoy. Kelvin's always great fun to. Uh, Hang some, uh, you know what on. I walked past him the other day. He come flying out of the tower, big note in front of everyone. I said, Kelvin, you should just shut up. He said, Why would you say that? I said, You need to be like me. Just live off your old man and shut up, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and what did he so, say? Uh, ben, what did he say? What could he say? He just he put it true. He put his head down and said, Yeah, you're right. I just walked away. <clears throat> as as Quiddy, Quiddy saw it the other day, it's not a bad little beast. But uh, he, uh, he, he, Kelvin said to me, he said, I need to get myself one of these Caulfield Guineas with us. I said, what do you mean? I said, of course they're good. He goes, I just want a car like yours. Oh, That's all yeah. I want. I've so, never uh, seen such an expensive car, Wayne. That was incredible. I'd be oh, too nervous stop. to drive it. Well, obviously, Wayne, you make a lot of money with your trucks. Transport goes a bit better than horses, let me tell you. Okay, so. do you put Wayne, is Wayne and John, do you, do you like give them a little bit for all the, like they give you a leg up with the training ranks, do you give them a leg up with the transport? No, I give them nothing. Yeah. I, I give them nothing. I'm still waiting for the sling for some of their horses, like Amangiri when she won the last at Mooney Valley and they backed her off the map last year, got nothing. So does Michael still, punch? Still waiting. Uh, used to, used to. Um, seriously? We, between us, we wouldn't have five bets a year. We're not punters. And to be honest, Dad always said right from the get-go, if, you, if you're training horses and you're punting, you will start talking through your uh, talking through your pockets. But <clears throat> Michael loves it. Loves it. Actually, physically loves having a punt. Yeah. Loves going to the casino. I mean, the Adelaide was the best time ever. I had $20 in my pocket. Probably back when 20 was worth 50 now. I had $20 in my pocket, and, and we were scunned. Went to the ATM before midnight. Went to the ATM after midnight. You know that one? You go there at 5 past 12, and the line's 100 mile long because you, you could only get 200 a day out back in those days. And I was down in my last 20, and I weakened. I said, right, I said, if we don't win, I said, I'm going to give you 10. You've got $10, and I'm keeping 10 because I thought the cab fare would be about 10 bucks back to uh, back at Morfield. This was in Adelaide. We went and played Baccarat. He turned $10 in eight and a half thousand. And we rolled home. Uh, we rolled home in daylight. That was. But Michael is just—he's the tiniest bloke you've ever met. He is just an amazing punter, my brother. But he doesn't—he uh, doesn't bet. Uh, he probably backed the outrageous Melbourne Cup day. I reckon he backed him there. But we're not really punters as such. And All right, then. Next it's time. funny in Melbourne our horses drift. In Sydney our horses are always firm, but uh, but they still win regardless. Yeah. Because that because Michael's punting in Sydney and you don't punt in Melbourne. But next time I ask you, I say, well. <laughs> Instead of asking, what's your best, Wayne? We might just ask, what's Michael punting? And I'd love to know yeah. if John, one of his five bets he's having <laughs> a year, that would be great. It's probably on one of his his, his harness horses. Oh, he loves the trots. Loves yeah. the trots. He, had, he only bought one recently. 
Yeah. He brought it and they, they rang me up and they he rang me up and said he said, The horse coming from New Zealand. He said, Make sure it's on the make sure it's on the float. I made sure it's on the plane. And I said, Yeah, I said, We've got we've got half a dozen coming over to Orbis's. He said, Yeah, we'll put the trotter before the Orbis one, tell her about that. <laughs> and it, it came to it, it came into Sydney and I said, Well it can come to Rose Hill, well fair and he was there. He was polishing this horse, he was shampooing it and he had the physio, the chiropractor, the dentist. Yeah. And um and Jeff Webster got in Melbourne. He, w- he would have got like a shiny brand new toy from Toys R Us. Fair dinkum. But uh, no, my father loves the trots. He used to be a demon. I used to go down with him in Adelaide on a Saturday night after the races and we'd go down to the, we'd go to the shops and buy his uh, orange and mango uh, juice or, you know, like his Torino, I think it was called back in those days. It was a Schweppes drink. He'd buy his lollies. And then we'd go, we'd go down to TAB and he'd have a $200 daily double at the uh, Mini Valley Trots on a Saturday night and... I reckon if he didn't win two or three weeks in a row, like every month, he used, he used to win all the time. Loves the trots, always has. What's the name of the horse from New Zealand, do you know? I don't know what its name is. I saw it when it arrived at Flemington, Fairnigan. It had two heads, and I said it was about 14 hands high. Seriously, it looked at Fairnigan, uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> hey, Wayne, we appreciate your time, mate. It's been a lot of fun. Um, safe trip home, and make sure that you cook Jane dinner tonight. Thank you, everybody. And as I said, sorry to you, Maggie. One, you had to listen to that. And number two, had to put up with those morons. Oh, uh, that's go. all right. We'll see you at Balnaring. We'll get you there. Well, I'm, I'm actually going to Banella Tuesday, so I do have a runner on Banella Tuesday, but I'll be happy to go. As I said, if you can organise it, I'll be happy to go to the picnics. All right, mate. You're a star. Look forward to it. We, we can't wait to um, have you at the picnics. Well done. Thank you. There's Wayne.